if you're not getting better, you're getting bitter. And if you're bitter, cranky, irritable, then it's probably time to focus on getting better. If you're not growing as a leader, you're probably dying. And that is not a fun place to be. I've been there many times in my nonprofit career where I was bitter, I was bristly, and nobody wanted to be around me. And in fact, I was burning out. If you are any of those places, you too might be looking at those as warning signs that it's time to do something. Welcome to the Surviving to Thriving podcast that helps women leaders in nonprofits get out of survival mode and thrive in both leadership and life. I'm your host, leadership development coach, Kathy Archer, and I help women leaders enjoy impactful leadership. As peak performance coach Brian Kane says, if you're not getting better, you're getting bitter. We need to continue to grow both professionally, taking courses, doing the training that's required, reading the books in our field, and personally as a leader, because it's that inner personal growth that actually grows us as a leader. That's why we set goals and then we create plans to make those goals actionable. And that's why I harp on you to review those goals on a regular basis, because setting a goal and forgetting about it for two months is actually not going to grow you. And in fact, you're probably gonna get bitter even more so when you come back and realize, oh, there's another failed goal. So we need to set goals. We need to create plans on how we're gonna work on those in shorter terms, 90 days is what I often talk about. How are you working on this in the next 90 days? What are you accomplishing? What are the habits you're creating? What are you learning? How are you growing? How will you know? How will you measure? If you're looking at being a better person, a better leader, you cannot just do that one hour a week or one hour a month. This is an ongoing thing that you need to work at. You need to be focused on a day-to-day basis. How am I doing with this? Is this a day that I'm focusing on this? How am I focusing on this? Where am I focusing on this? Did I? How did I do? This is what we're talking about is taking those goals, funneling them down to plans, creating those 90 day plans, how we're going to measure it, then getting to work. But getting to work is a daily thing. To take each day and make it impactful towards your bigger goals, you need to bookend your days. You start the day with an intention, you end your day with a reflection. The beginning of the day, you say, this is the kind of person I'm going to be. These are the behaviors I'm working on. These are the tasks I'm doing, the things that are I'm going to happen. You create the plan for the day. You set the intention. Then we know everything goes all crazy through the day. While we meant to do this, maybe you did some, maybe you didn't. That's a normal day. There's probably rarely a chance that we're going to do exactly everything we said we would do, especially with the distractions and the stuff that's happening in the nonprofit sector. So we know this is what I want to get done. And then we bookend it at the end of the day with how did I do? This is what I meant to do. How did I do? And we look at what did I learn from this? What are the lessons I'm taking away? It's kind of like baking a cake. Here's the recipe. This is what I'm going to do. I bake the cake. But then if you never taste it or you never get somebody else to taste it, you will never know if it needed more sugar or not. You won't know how you did unless you do that reflection piece, that assessment piece. Today, I'm gonna talk about three questions that you can ask at the end of your day. These come from a full page of self-reflective questions inside of my membership site, the training library. So if you are a member of the training library, you can grab this handy dandy little daily self-reflection worksheet with these three questions and then several more that you can look at at the end of every day. 
And maybe you just do this for a week or two. Maybe you do it all the time. But it's the opportunity to create, again, those bookends. Here's what I meant to do. How did I do? So we're going to go through three of those questions on that worksheet to help you get a sense of how to create a habit at the end of your day of self-reflection. Before we get into these questions, I want to remind you that this is part of the inner guidance cycle that I teach. You need to pause, ponder, pivot, proceed on a regular basis. But it starts with pausing. And that's where this self-reflective piece comes in. You have to create time in your day to pause, to stop, to step back and tune in. And then comes the ponder piece. And these three questions are part of that pondering. So as we're looking at them, we're looking at what's going on inside of me, what's going on around me, what are my thoughts, feelings, body sensations, to help us ponder on these questions so that we can make that pivot and go, ooh, maybe that wasn't the perspective I would actually need to be in. Or man, I see it a different way. And that pivot then helps us allow to proceed tomorrow in a new way. So remember, in order to create this habit, it really starts with that habit of pausing, slowing down and being more intentional both at the beginning of the day and today we're talking about at the end of the day. First question, what went well and why did it go well? I know what we want to start focusing on is everything that went wrong. We are hardwired for that negativity bias. We start to look at everything that happened and why it happened and what we did wrong and they did wrong and how we're going to fix it. We're going to shift that. And the very first question we want to look at is what did I do well or what went well and why did it go well? Here's the reflection piece. We're not only noticing what went well, but we really want to drill down on why did it go well? And it's that why did it go well that's important because that's what's going to help us going forward go, oh, I can do more of that. Oh, I need to do that. Oh, that was helpful. That's a good insight to have. So let me give you some examples. It could be that you prepared ahead of time. Most times we're running into meetings or conversations from one meeting to the next and we're just like flying and we're grabbing papers or opening an email or something to try and get into the meeting and we're rarely present to what's happening. And so maybe you actually had a good meeting and you look back and you're like, oh yeah, I spent some time preparing for that. I actually created an agenda and sent it out ahead of time. People also had time to prepare good insight. It could be that you use humility, compassion, maybe a little bit of humor and brought some lightness to a really tough conversation. Maybe it was a character trait. Maybe it was a way of being that you brought into a conversation, how you did your work that helped it go smoother. Maybe you got through a tough time different. What was that character trait? How did you use it and where can you use it again? It might be that you managed your emotions in a meeting and you went, hallelujah, I was so worried about losing it, or I wasn't sure how I was going to do with that. And I did it. How did I manage my emotions? And so then you can backtrack and go, yeah, I knew I would get triggered by this thing. Oh, yeah, I spent some time journaling on the weekend. But what might trigger me in that meeting, or I took a deep breath when I got triggered. Those insights, again, are going to help you going forward to be that better person, to continue to grow so that you're not so bitter and you're actually getting better and better able to manage your emotions going forward. Maybe you asked for help. Lord knows most of us are dead set against asking for help or we get cranky because people aren't helping us. But maybe you learned to be clearer about asking for help or asking the right person for help or asking sooner for help. That's an insight that's going to allow you in the future to go, oh, I'm feeling frazzled, I'm feeling frantic. I know that in the past, when I asked for help, that was a good thing. 
who could I ask for help from? Where might I get more help today? So asking for help, oh, good insight. Perhaps you got something done and you're like, yes, I finally finished that thing. And you're like, okay, but why did I finish it today? And I was struggling on other days. Oh yeah, I shut my phone off today. I put it on silent, put it on the other side of the room and I just got down and got into that state of flow, got it done. Oh, I wonder where else I could be shutting my phone off in the future. Good insights to have. So again, looking at what went well and why it went well are really good review questions at the end of your day. Question number two, what strengths did I leverage today and in what way? We are hardwired again to head to the negative, but we are not going to get the best bang for our buck by looking at where we screwed up and what we did wrong and how we failed and fumbled. When we look at our strengths, we're actually going to be able to 10x those strengths rather than, you know, if we look at our weaknesses, we might nudge them a little bit. But if we look at our strengths, we can actually expand on our strengths more, which are going to minimize the impact of our weaknesses. So we really want to focus on our strengths, manage our weaknesses. So this self-review question then is, what strengths did I leverage here today and in what way? If you are naturally curious or you like to learn, perhaps you took a challenge that you had today and you did a little bit of research. Maybe you went back to your notes on that course you took before you went into that tough meeting. And so you recognize that you have a strength of curiosity or learning and you leveraged it here in this difficult meeting or conversation that you were going to have by learning something maybe a strategy, a tactic, something to do in that tough conversation. So learning was the strength or curiosity, and that's how you leveraged it. Perhaps you have a strength of kindness. We often think kindness is something that's just kind of an extra nice to have. But if that's your strength, you are a kind person, sometimes leadership can be a challenge because you are so nice and kind, and it kind of get in the way it feels like sometimes. But maybe you used that strength in a good way today and you were kind to somebody. Maybe it was a colleague. Maybe it was your boss. Maybe it was one of your, your employees. Maybe it was a client. But that kindness jumped into a moment, perhaps, but coming out of you in a strong, powerful way, and it had an impact. It might also be that it showed up as self-compassion and you took care of yourself. So having that character trait of kindness, that strength of kindness, being a kind person actually helped you out today. Make a note of that and how you could use that in the future. If you have a skill, a strength, a talent in leadership, which not everybody does, I might tell you, leadership is not something that we're all cut out to be. Some of us have to work harder at it, but some of us, it comes naturally to. If that's your natural strength, your natural gift, your natural talent, how did you pull it out today? Perhaps there was something going on and it was kind of difficult and you rallied the troops in and you motivated them and you encouraged them. This is how we're going to get through this. And you demonstrated leadership. That's how you used your strength today. Identify that. Note that. What kind of reminded me to step in as a leader? How did I use that strength? How did it show up? And how can I do that more in the future? Perhaps you're one of those people who has strong inner discipline. You have good self-restraint. You are strong-willed. How did you use that skill or that strength today? Because again, not everybody has that. That might be your strength. And if it's your strength, where did you use it today? We talked earlier about putting the cell phone on the other side of the room. Maybe that's what you did. Maybe you managed your emotions. Maybe you got at a, a project that you've been delaying on. But how did you use that strength of inner discipline? What did you do? And how did it help you? And how can you use it in the future? So the question is, what strengths did I leverage today and in what way? 
make a note of those. All right, question number three. This is the path that most of us want to go down. The question is, what didn't go so well and what did I learn from that? So we start with what went well, what are the strengths I used, and now we get to shift into what didn't go so well. This is not the opportunity to beat yourself up. This is the opportunity to learn from your mistakes, your areas that maybe you struggle with more, and you might use those first two questions to help you get through these, but it's what did I learn from these mistakes, these challenges, these things that didn't go so well today? Maybe you lost your cool in a meeting and you're like, oh, I realized that I was hangry and I hadn't ate before that meeting. That's not so good. I need to get better at eating. Okay. So the lesson learned is I need to schedule meetings after lunch or after coffee break in the morning so I have time for snack, or I need to be intentional about having something to eat before I go into meetings. Hangry doesn't work for me. Can't manage my emotions when I'm hangry. Lesson learned, tick box. Make a note of that, a mental note, and write it in your journal so that you're going to actually action that going forward. Maybe you had this whole list of things you were going to get done and the day just went sideways. You felt frazzled. You're trying to get stuff done. You kept thinking, well, I didn't do this and I got to do that and I got to focus there. And so you step back at the end of your day, you're doing this reflection and you're like, what didn't go well? I had 13 priorities, didn't get half of them done, and I felt frazzled. The lesson might be that you simply had too many things on your to-do list for the day. Yes, you have all those things to do, but you can't get them all done in one day. And by putting them onto your to-do list, it makes you feel more frazzled. So as Jim Collins says in his book, Good to Great, if you have more than three priorities, you have none. So the lesson might be, I can have this massive long to-do list, but I need to narrow it down to the three things I'm getting done today. And when I put those three things on today's to-do list, then I feel more successful. I feel more productive. I feel like I've actually accomplished something because this is what I realistically know I can get done and I can cross those things off. So you learn that there's actually more than one to-do list. There's a project list of all of these massive things I need to work on. And then there's this to-do list of the tasks from those projects that I'm working on today. And I'm limiting it to three. Maybe you meant to have that tough conversation today. And at the end of the day, when you're doing a quick reflection, you're like, oh, I didn't do it again. And here's the opportunity to dive deeper into that inner guidance cycle. Pause, slow down a little bit and start to ponder and be like, what were my thoughts? What were my feelings? What was going on when I think about it now even? What's happening inside me? What are the triggers? What am I afraid I'm going to get triggered by when I go into that conversation? What values come into play? What am I worried about in terms of my values getting stepped on or not honored? Or how can I share my values? Or do our values clash? This is that opportunity to dive deeper into that ponder place and realize I've been meaning to have that conversation for days and days and weeks and weeks. I keep putting it off. It's not necessarily about I don't have time. There's something deeper here. And so by doing this reflection at the end of the day, three priorities on my to-do list. One of them was talk to this person, didn't do it again. Okay, it's time to really look at why haven't I done this. So as part of your bookend, time for reflection at the end of the day, also look at what didn't go well and do some pondering about why it didn't go so well. Three questions, end of the day. Start the day with intention, do your day at the end of the day. Look at what went well and why did it go well? What strengths did I leverage and how did I leverage those strengths? What didn't go so well 
and what are the lessons learned? And remember, if you're part of the training library, there are several more questions on the worksheet that you can grab to do a full reflection at the end of the day. Because you start the day with intention, you end the day with reflection, and you put this on repeat, and that's how you're going to move from surviving to thriving in both your leadership and life. Go make the rest of your day awesome, my dear. If you found today's episode helpful, then you are going to love the training library. Many women leaders in nonprofits wish that they had a coach or a mentor to help them, but they don't believe that they or their organization can afford it. Oh, but you can. Inside of the training library membership site, you will not only get access to affordable and easily accessible ongoing personal and professional development training, you will also have access to a leadership coach at your fingertips. That way, when you hit those inevitable challenges that leadership will bring your way, you'll have both the resources and the support to navigate your way through them with confidence, composure, and while keeping your integrity intact. To find out more, head to kathyarcher.com slash library. If you are enjoying the show, I'd love it if you could leave me a comment or a review on iTunes or wherever you listen to your podcasts. Thanks for listening. Go make the rest of your day awesome. Awesome.